We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. The Nathan and Gabe Show. Episode 72. We're here with you. Coming at you live. Maybe. Ish. Probably not live. Not. A, I don't know. We've <laughs> talked about it so many times. We could never. do a live one. <sighs> yeah. It's chilly in here. I can see your breath when you're talking. I don't know if it's a coffee breath. Coffee. Yeah. Elk City Coffee Company. Hey, coming out of Elk there. City. That's a local guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we. I picked up some of the coffee. Here's the thing. Me and Gabe are crushed some coffee in here, and I'm tired mm-hmm. of drinking some Starbucks BS. Yeah. You know, I want to get local. Here we go. Straight out of Brazil. It's as local as it gets. <laughs> Imported yeah. from Brazil. Yeah. Fine-tuned at Elk City. You know, I've never actually been to Elk City, but that's like the beauty of Google Earth, right? Isn't Elk City on the way to Corvallis? You have no choice but to be into Elk City? No, you... it's it's off to the side a little ways. Okay. Um, I know that you used to have to drive through Eddyville, which is like, like you used to have to do that, and then they just built the highway to pass it. Okay. I don't know if it made it faster or whatnot, probably. Yeah. But uh, I don't remember. Like, it was too, I was either just too young or we never took that way, because I grew up in Waldport. Yeah. So near, there's two nearby. highways that go out to the valley. There's 34. Which 34, is which is windy, But right? that's always how we went. Okay. Which was always the worst because my sister and I are both not very good with motion sickness. Yeah. And we weren't driving because we were kids. Yeah. So we'd be there in the back like... <laughs> oh, that's my kids. Almost always. Dude, dude, that's my whole family complaining when I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my dog will just puke. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't really like... dog? My dog, yeah. Really? Pippi, super car sick. Wow, really? Yeah, it's a bummer. Dang. I had no idea dogs could just be car sick. I guess that makes sense. I suppose. Yeah. But stick remember... your head out the window, stick your tongue out like every other dog, uh, and suck it up. I no, don't know why. Don't my... just puke everywhere. My folks would try to like break us of it. Like we'd go down to Florence a lot, which is also really windy. And uh, like the Florence might be worse in a way because uh, the drive is more pretty. From here to Florence, the coast, you mean? Yeah, we drive from like Walport to Florence. Yeah. Because what we do is we'd go down and like rock hound all the way down the beach like we have a couple different spots that yeah. we hit up during a day we did this like all the time yeah like th- this was like my my like my childhood is most of it was like lived on the beach i feel like cool which is cool right yeah. like I have, a, I have a great appreciation for it and i know i know like the cool spots i know where to go the hard spots how to get to them and what you're maybe risking if you're getting to them okay but you find you know my folks i mean they have like a garden full of full of agates like where that not full of agates that are this size but they have some that are like almost softball sized wow. baseball size easily but not full of those kind but like full of at least like golf ball size agates like the entire front yard well wow. you don't find them like that anymore yeah because like they're all at your house Maybe. You got I think all. they broke up over time. Okay. Not my folks. I'd say that there's probably more people looking for them. Yeah. And I would imagine that, yeah, when you have more people looking for them, it's going to be harder to find them on the beach. They're yeah. not abundant. And the beaches that were secret for you as a kid are probably now have... Trip advisor reviews. <laughs> way more, yeah. Yeah. More people. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would recommend, though, just for our, our, our small audience here, even the, the fine folks at Elk City Coffee. I would go to Strawberry Hill, which is on the way. It's between Yahats and Florence, closer to Yahats. Okay. Strawberry Hill is like a, it's not an easy route down to the beach. It's a little bit, it's slopey. It can be slick. 
But you go down to the beach and then you just go as far south until the water doesn't let you. Okay. And then you, there's just like a, a tumbling like beach of mixed rocks. It's the coolest thing. Wow. That's where you find big ones, really big ones. And that's, but it takes a while. You know, you're probably going to walk like, you know, not, not a ton, like down the hill a little bit, then maybe walk like a mile down the beach, which okay. isn't a lot. Wow. But it's, it's over a lot of big round rocks. Like it's not an easy mile. It's a, it's a real beast. You got to work to get them. Yeah. That's probably okay. a lot of turned ankles. We have uh, the Yaquina Head Lighthouse right that's across cool. the street yeah. from the old gym. And in that has another little beach down there where it's all the cobblestones. Yeah. And so when the waves wash up and then come back out, you hear all the water what going nice through and moving the cobblestones. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We're lucky. We've got such beautiful views here on the Oregon coast. Yeah, it is nice. People have to vacation to get out here and, and enjoy what we have right next to us. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Like, yeah. you know, being on the coast, we don't have as much here in the valley as the valley. They always have all no. the businesses and stuff. And, and here to get things takes a little bit longer. It's mm-hmm. always more expensive. Yeah. Bummer. It's kind of annoying after a while. Yeah. And that stuff can add up. But then I just look across the road and see a beautiful sunset over the yeah. ocean and go, oh, yeah, that's that's why. I heard there's king tides coming. Next couple of weeks, 24th, I think, is I, when it is. Is that, like... is that Thanksgiving weekend? Dude, that's wild. Something like that. That's, that... Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that just that just made me feel wild. Because, yeah, Thanksgiving <laughs> was like, it's like close to my birthday. And I keep thinking, like, how fast did this year go yeah it went by quick for me too yeah it, it's weird that it did it's not like weird but then when i think about it back like uh like at the beginning of the year like we had you know a couple competitions like early in the year then those seem like they were forever ago yeah which is weird yeah but like thinking about it like as it went it it just flew by yeah they say that the days are long but the years are short Interesting. Yeah, Dude, I agree with that. Yesterday That's something old people say. And now I feel so that. Long. It was the longest day. You had a long work day yesterday? Just been working mids, dude. Like the first half of the shift is nice and busy. Tons of calls, lots to do. And then like the last four hours is just dead. Mm. Just absolutely dead. And I don't know. I've been trying to walk around, you know, the steps and stuff to get myself like a little bit of movement going. Okay. But man, alive. I was doing some, some like stretches this morning, but my right side like that whole hip flexor it's hurting i think i need to hit that so right okay I'd, I'd argue too you're always throwing up your left leg for your rubber guard yeah right and maybe maybe it's that other legs not getting something that that one's getting or vice yeah. versa you know, so there's some compensation i i i have thought about that and i've noticed that as my lower back hurts i think it's got to be a full so because it's a high pressure move and it puts your body in complete non-alignment yeah. And so, and it's your hips specifically. Right, yeah. I'm like way forced. Yeah, everything's down. But you, uh, knowing that that's a problem, like I probably say over the past few weeks, I don't think I've subbed anybody with my rubber guard at all. Hmm. I've just not been playing it. But you've also not been, if your foot is not feeling great, yeah. you're not pulling on your foot too I, either. And I'm not looking to anything to, yeah, triangle on that side. I was able to lock up a few, but if I'm, if I'm, I know this is super deep, but if I'm going to hit any sort of triangle on that side, I need my foot, my sore foot, to be fed through very deep mm. so that my so that all the pressure is on my shin mm-hmm. opposed to on my toes. Yeah. 
because sometimes you know you finish a triangle with like just the top of your foot sure but i need to be really really deep yeah well uh, that's the beautiful thing about jujitsu too is like a lot of the time you're gonna get an injury nice. along the way somewhere yeah i'm wishing i would have got my sunglasses now because I, I didn't <laughs> no i'm good <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine just <laughs> uh uh, what was I saying? The beautiful thing about jiu-jitsu. Is... Oh, yeah, yeah, that you can adapt. It's a, it's an adaptable sport, yeah. right? Like, if you are, uh, gosh, if you're missing a hand or you're missing a leg. Sure. Or something like that, you're missing something, mm-hmm. you can still have an awesome jiu-jitsu game because it's all about adapting and adjusting your body to make different shapes. And so sometimes when people have different bodies than the, the normal standard, uh, they're able to do things with that and get themselves into positions that you and I would never be able to. Right. And as long as you're training jujitsu, you can still use whatever disability you have and learn to turn that into something with your jujitsu thinking, something that's valuable in a defensive way. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, I mean, obviously, if you have no arms and no legs, mm-hmm. and you're then then you're limited. Right. But somebody that has no legs can definitely do jujitsu. Sure. Somebody that has one arm can definitely do jujitsu, and that's. That's interesting because now if, if you and me who are lucky enough to have normal bodies, if I hurt my right arm or you hurt your foot or something like that, we can still go out there and play the game. I, granted, I wouldn't want to have to fight a grown man with a with a weak arm, but I could do it. Right. And I bet that if you're a Joe Crackhead, I could still destroy you. For sure. I could still throw a punch with my right arm anyway. Yeah. I just have a harder time pushing off. Right. And if I was trying to fight you, I wouldn't push off with my right arm anyway. I'd probably push off with my longest weapon, Your which leg. is what? My leg. Yep. Nice teeth kick to the guts. Yeah. Something like that. I, Maybe I just go straight up so, head kick. My hip flexors are so tight that even doing this is like shaky. Oh, well then, yeah. Grab a rubber band to bring it home and help get that stretch That'd a little nice. bit deeper. I, yeah. I was doing some stuff on the wall earlier. Like there's so many like, um, you know, that's one of the beauties of the internet you know talk we talk about a lot of times like the dark side of the internet one of the nice things about the internet is you can source a bunch of different exercises yeah to, so much knowledge out yeah there. so i was watching a couple videos on uh just trying to loosen up that muscle but i really feel like if i could get that so as thing maybe I'll, I'll i'll get on that at the gym later yeah lay on top of that i'll step on your back and really jam it in there for really? you would and... that help well, it would it would help get to the soa. I don't know if it would help. But. I remember whenever uh, whenever I was planking during boot camp and he came and sat on my back. Dude, that was so hard. Yeah, that was, like the, that was the worst. I would only do it to people that I know could handle it. You only did it to me. Well, there you <laughs> go. the only one. <laughs> and I, could, I couldn't handle it, apparently. I had to drop a knee down. Yeah. But oh. speaking of not speaking of spines, right? Spines. <clears throat> we were talking about being spineless. Spine <laughs> and not voting. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I you know, uh here's the thing, bud. I've yeah. also not voted in my life. Yeah. Like I said, uh that last one, I didn't vote. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. Um I didn't Yeah, I didn't. I I just I haven't voted for Obama's second time cuz I pretty much knew he had it in the bag cuz at that point I saw through voting for Obama the first time and seeing the results of that, that, oh, there's there's a lot more funny business in, in government than we grow up believing. Sure. I like to think that these people that are leaders are actually doing leadership things mm-hmm. that are the best for us. But then you start paying attention and realizing, oh, wow, this is this whole thing is kind of jacked up. And this guy's on this side. And, the, and then you hit the point where you go, okay... Instead of just being told what to think and feel from these, what do I actually think and feel? Mm-hmm. And, and then what matters to me? And then 
eventually you 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 have a more of an understanding as you grow up about what your values are and and the things that you think are good or bad for yourself or your family and and then you look out to those people who saying they have the answer and then this team wants to have my son turn into my daughter and and everybody uh talk about sexual stuff to my kids and take away my guns yeah and then this side which wants to not do any of those things. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I believe that this is the side that I should choose. I, 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 that, see, I think that's like that's the beauty and the idea of voting. But I just don't feel like, like no matter what, like they have to like whoever the politician is, right? Like if I'm, you know, the, if I'm the bad party, right, or whatever, you know, if I'm like, hey, you know, let's have a bunch of transsexual people talk to your kids. Yeah. You, as the other politician, it would only make sense if you were like, no. Right? Yeah. Because you can see that that's a, you can see that as like a very, like, problematic subject, right? Yeah. Your your opinion is way on one side, and I'm over here where we've always considered things as, like, normal. Right. Okay? So then, yeah. So then I see that. Yeah, I totally see that. But, I like, that makes sense. Like, the idea of voting is, like, then I would vote for you. Yeah. Even as me. Okay. And I don't. I hate to put myself in that role, but it's just the idea that like, but you could still in the back of your head be like, I'm just saying this. That's what I don't like is that people will just say shit. That's what's so annoying about it. That's why I don't like it, and I don't lend any. I don't lend any sort of uh, like energy towards it. Like I said on YouTube when I watched these ads for these politicians, right? Yeah. It's everybody talking shit on each other. But I feel like even if it was, you know, I think I think like the big ones against each other. That's it's like what Christine Drazen, Tina Kotek, Alex Scarlatos. Those are like the big names I hear. We're talking governors, and uh, Scarlatos is the independent, right? As far as I know, okay. And uh, Kotek is a radical, so she's she's Democrat, Democrat and then and then Drazen's is, a normal normal conservative. But she's so she'd be what, business own Republican, okay. yeah. But I just. I all I see is like everybody talking shit on one another and I just don't like that. Like I don't like no matter what. I don't like that. I think to me that doesn't draw my attention at all. That makes me want to get away from it because yeah. it just feels like it's just it's just kind of like weird negativity that I don't like. Like even if I mean like, we talk shit, we it's in the name of the but song. We have, it's in the but song. we we're always talking smack, but we always <laughs> but I don't want to have smack talk to me to try to get your views into my head. That doesn't make sense to like like to me that doesn't and I don't mean it doesn't make sense. It totally makes sense, but it doesn't make sense for my thought process. Like if somebody's like this person sucks, my thought process always is like why let me analyze, right? Yeah. But then when it's from both sides, and it's both like like CNN, Fox, if we just call it those, right? Okay. If it's like, they suck, they suck, let's just talk shit about each other. Both sides elevate their stand, like their, their point of view so much that it's like, there's still some bullshit and there's still some funny business underneath all that. Like, you're, you're telling me what I want to hear, not what you necessarily feel. And that's, that's annoying to me. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure there's some of that. Absolutely. I think politicians, they're they're always trying to... Only recently are we so divided, I think. It uh, is weird, right? I mean, I'm sure they, it's been like that before. Only recently to, to uh, me and you, who have very limited understanding and, and we've only been around. Right. From, Timeline-wise, we're relatively... We're a blip. We're yeah, a blip in the story. Yeah. So it could have been... America could have been 
super divided in the 50s. We have no idea, right? <laughs> no probably, clue. Yeah, from what we read. Yeah, it was pretty probably bad. pretty divided, right? Yeah. And the four, right? So, so maybe it's always been my side versus your side. Yeah. Maybe the, and and it's never been a United States of America. It's always been a this it's struggle to to figure out how we want the world to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's probably true. But when I'm trying to watch a video to loosen up my psoas, I don't want to hear that Christine Drazen is the answer. Okay. And I don't want to hear that Tina Kotek is this savior that's going to come down from the clouds and help my life. Yeah. It's just, it's it's a very big turnoff for me mentally. So when, okay, this is what, this is where they're going wrong, I think, right? Is these the, the shit talk... For you, is such a turnoff that when there it comes time to actually discuss things that matter, mm-hmm. you're already tuned out. Yes, because they've already they've they've put, covered it with some so much bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell what the actual. So you, it would be on you to really to do way more homework and look into things that you might not even necessarily be interested in yeah. to find out what we're actually talking about. Not everybody's into spending their day reading into political voting history of politicians or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Hey, respect. I get that for sure. I d- yeah. But then I counter with this. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. Look at how much the world has changed in the last few years. Yeah, it's been wild. Insane. Yeah. Part of that is the politicians that are in these leadership roles that mm-hmm. make decisions that affect you and me. So if it wasn't for politicians on one side, you might not have had to Go get that shot because they want to talk to your, the owner of your place right. who then makes the rules, right? Yeah. Or maybe if the person in charge said, hey, I don't think it should be mandatory. It should be on you. Mm-hmm. Then you're the owner of the business that made you get the shot that you didn't want. Yeah. It's now on, it's, it's now maybe not, they don't have the authority to say you have to do this because the person that's running the, the state mm-hmm. says you don't have to. That's the kind of example where it fucking matters, bro. It's <laughs> a good example. You know, yeah. and there's so many things like uh, your your young one is in really what grade is she in? First, second grade, yeah, first, first grade, yeah. right? So same thing. We're doing homeschool right now, but yeah. first grade still. The bar has been lowered for the expectations for science, technology, engineering, and math (STEM). Yeah. The STEM classes. People that graduate high school now have less that they're required to know mm-hmm. than somebody that graduated five years ago. Yeah. That's because of politicians. That's rough. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It, it does so we've literally crazy. dumbed down the people that are graduating and, and our, our education rates are already plummeting. Mm-hmm. Education's another big example. What the hell are we teaching these kids? Are we teaching them that America... You know, did this and this, and and we've we've raised the pedestal for the whole entire world for freedom and done all these other things, or we teach them that all we've done is white people are are killing the Indians, and then we made white people made slaves, mm. and now what? You know, like yeah, what the fuck are we telling them, bro? Yeah, that also matters. It causes division, and that stems up to politicians, yeah. right? When and so there's some examples of why I think it matters. Yeah. Because mostly when you're young, when you're young 19-year-old Gabe, mm-hmm. you're a free. You're free, bro, right? Oh, if you yeah. want to run away to Washington or go to the other Can side of the right somewhere 19? like that, you you have the freedom to do it. You're not really yeah. tied down. Right. 
But when you have a family and a, and a daughter that's in school yeah. and then and has to learn things, yeah. and then you have a, a business or no, you pay taxes, and then now they're actually taking money from you. But you get to vote on either people that take money from you to to what to be a sanctuary city to buy needles to perpetuate the opioid epidemic, or are they taking taxes and then building roads and bridges and yeah. making sure that the the two bridges you have to cross to get to Walport are going to be there 10 years from now and not crumbling right. down because nobody shows up to work because everybody's high on heroin with their free needles. Yeah. Like there's some, there's choices that affect you and your life now as you grow older to where you have to realize like, oh shit, this person is in charge of my life. Like this county commissioner, our county commissioner, yeah. which I won't get into the details. Yeah. But do you remember when they made the they they tried to say that only people of color do not have to yeah, wear that. masks. Yeah, that was interesting. Remember that one? Yeah, that was a while. Oh yeah, there was no take. there how is there no like things that repercussions from that? Yeah. It was a it was a quick like I think probably a hundred colored people went, oh shit, no, we do not want to be the only ones that don't have to wear masks. Yeah. We'll wear the masks like everybody else. Sure. You're now you're you're starting to like ostracize us. Yeah, you're alienating these folks. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying yeah. to be so fucking woke yeah. that that only colored people don't have to wear masks. Like that's yeah. like the wokest thing. Yeah. Right? It's so woke that it doesn't start to make sense. It's very weird. And then the population goes, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. And they go, oh, okay, no, everybody has to wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, people yeah. voted for that person. Yeah, it's terrible. It's weird, buddy. But it's not weird. It's the way things run. And it can be weird to me and you, but we still got to play the game. Yeah. That's my opinion. Now, here's the thing. You said, I don't have to play the game. I'm not going to vote. Yeah. But you're just not playing your part of the game. The, st the game is still playing around you. Mm -hmm. You still have to play the game, whether you like it's it or like not. It's like the manji. Still got to roll the dice. You got to roll the dice. Yeah. Now, you, you, can resist, you can resist the fact that it's your turn. Yeah. But you're still caught you're, up in the game. Yeah, but you're messing up the other players if you don't take your turn because Jumanji doesn't end. <laughs> yeah. Until the, you, you remember Jumanji. I do remember right? Jumanji. What the first one. Film. Yeah, the, the new ones are garbage. Are they? Yeah. I, I don't. I mean. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Robin Williams. Yeah. Can't go wrong. That guy man. was an absolute legend. The man. There's a documentary that was on Robin Williams. I remember I like, hovered over it. Like uh, Danny and I were looking for a weekend movie to watch, right? Chopped I, up into 30 minute increments. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of like that, right? So I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm hovering over it. And I was like, oh, I'm not ready to get sad. <laughs> like I just, was, I just wasn't ready, dude. Because what a great mind of a person that really like, like in retrospect, when you think back, like, Robin Williams is one of those guys you're like, man, what a drag. What a drag how it went down, old Robin Williams. Is it a drug overdose? I, I think he hung himself. Hung himself. It's always yeah. weird, too, and the great ones yeah. end it. But it was like, it was uh, like a, it's super dark. But I guess when they found, it, found him, right, uh, like Robin Williams always being kind of funny, he said, just hanging around, he had a note. JK, dude, he didn't have that at all. <laughs> he didn't have right? a note? No, he didn't. I'm sure he had a note, you know? Yeah. He put a clown nose on just as one last. That's brutal. Got him. Dude, I heard this horrible. It was like a joke. It was an, It was supposed to be like an... It's more of an antidote than a joke, but it's like anecdote, anecdote, than a joke. It was, um, there was a, a guy that walked into a therapist's office, right? Okay. And uh, 
he said, you know, hey, I'm just, I'm feeling really down. Like, I'm really depressed. I have no motivation. Everything is, everything in my life just feels like it's crumbling. Like, everything is dark. There's a darkness, right? And the therapist gets to talking with him, gets to know him a little bit. And he said, well, hey, you know, uh, I think that you'd really like, there's like, uh, you know, you need to get out and do something. Like, you need to get out in the world. And uh, there's like a, a circus in town, right? And it's like, a, it's a, it's a big deal. There's like a really funny clown there, right? You need to go check this guy out. And then the guy's like, I am that clown, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's super depressing, <laughs> right? But yeah. that's how it, how it is with a lot of those folks, you know? Yeah. And well, they're trying to laugh. Yeah. yeah. They're, maybe they're having to fight to cover up that depression so hard that they turn their life into a joke just to, yeah. just to survive. Really? And when life runs out of opportunities for them to, pretend to be that happy person then yeah. they're just stuck being that sad person yeah i feel like robin williams would have had so many opportunities to make people laugh still though or just like there's a there's a beautiful clip of robin williams as just like a as a like who knows how he was like darkness wise like in his own head i'm sure it was horrible he how do you himself. know he, he wasn't just murdered and it was made to look like he hung himself who knows you know i think alex Carlotta's did it just kidding no idea you know what i mean no idea who that is you know who are you <laughs> Um, but, uh, so I think that, um, there's a clip of him interacting with like a cow or a horse. It's something like that. And it's just like, there's so much joy in this moment and it's a beautiful thing to watch. Okay. What a nice guy. Yeah. But I bet though, like knowing that level of darkness, I wouldn't let him watch my kid. I wouldn't let Robin Williams watch my kid. I don't think. Back in the day, you would have though, or no? I just don't. Just never. I don't know. I wouldn't let a stranger watch my kid anyway. But I mean, if you, even I guess if, if I you knew him, do you know him? There's though? a very. You don't know him. You know a, that he can act. Yeah. You don't know him. There's a select few people in my life that I would let watch my kid. Yeah, there's not many for yeah. me. You're one of them. Yeah, I, I would let you watch my kid. Yeah, I'd let you watch my kid. Yeah. And I told Danny this recently. Yeah. I was like, Nate's one of the people that could watch our kid. She's like, yeah. And I was like, sick. <laughs> yeah. She's like, all right. I, I, like, I'd just be like, please don't do anything crazy. Don't give yeah, her a knife. Like a, yeah, don't yeah, start any like, fire. Yeah. I'd tell the kid. You come back, she's got a survival shelter built <laughs> and her own first fire. Like, see? Yeah, we, we taught him good. Yeah. Punks, man. I would, I would, I mean, I feel like I would want to. To be the guy that people would want to watch their kids. Yeah. Because, man, first off, I love kids. Uh, yeah. I Also, they're hard to work with. Man. You know, as a, as a coach for kids, oh. um, sometimes <laughs> it's super frustrating. But I've also, funny kind of transition, but I've also worked with adults with disabilities. And, it's not too dissimilar. Well, it requires right? a lot of patience. Yeah. And I, I feel like... I've been on all, I, man, I've lived a crazy life. Like I've been main event winning a championship fight. Yeah. Pretty, pretty highlight high of my life. Cool, right. Yeah. I've, I've also failed gym class freshman year of high school, like barely past school it was yeah. like pretty dumb as a, as a, as a student growing up, like never really did good in school. I never, yeah. I, I was never that, that guy. We've talked about this before. Yeah, right. Sure. And so when I see kids struggling at things, mm -hmm. I can immediately relate with that kid. And when I see kids like that I'm coaching who are spazzing out, completely distracted, like not listening, not paying attention, that was me, bro. That was me. Yeah. And I've and I get so I immediately go, "Oh, you god, this kid." <laughs> 
is me. <laughs> ah, right? And I then yeah. it makes me realize how difficult I probably how much oh, how man. much I I gave a hard time to my teachers and my coaches and stuff growing yeah. up. And so I, I feel like I have lived enough life to relate to a lot of these kids in the different situations. And then that gives me also I and I have two kids of my own. Mm-hmm. So I I have a genuine appreciation for watching kids grow and change and learn and like become smarter, more aware people Mm -hmm. because when kids are born, they're born with like a clean slate and you can definitely see kids that have growing up in environments that are more difficult than others. Right. And that, that can reflect on how that kid behaves very early on. I'm talking mm. three, four, five, six years old. Sure. It matters the yeah. environment that you raise your oh, kids absolutely. in. And uh and so to see to be able to be part of especially as a coach for jujitsu, you know, to have three, four, five year old kids that are in there, knowing that like jujitsu might be some of their first memories ever. Yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah. like that might be their first experience in like a learning environment. Yeah. And I want to imprint upon those kids a positive experience mm-hmm. that they're going that's going to propel them to be smarter, healthier, athletic learners. Yeah. And that's cuz that's what I want my own kids to be. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm around other little kids, I just see potential. Yeah. And how could you want to do anything other than like help those kids grow up to to fulfill their most potential? Like that's the way right. I look at yeah. at being around kids. It's cool to think that you could foster like a nostalgia about jujitsu, right? And in, into a into a young mind. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I, I felt like that for many years about baseball, like going to Pennsylvania and seeing uh, PNC Park. You know, all the grass and the players and just how the scale of the stadium. Yeah. You know, it's like jujitsu when you think about it when you're when you're tiny, it's like it's like surfing and seeing a big wave or anything like that. Like you you can foster a nostalgia about the moment is like you think about these mats and how expansive they look to a, a kid, a little kid. Yeah. You, you walk know? into the gym and you're just, Yeah, so the, the big there's mats on the walls, you know, yeah. and you're just like, Wow, like this place is like huge. Yeah. And then you get to go and, and hopefully have fun and enjoy yourself. Yeah, because like, that's the other thing, right? Yeah. You can be the other you could turn them off to jujitsu forever. Right. If you give a kid early on a negative experience mm-hmm. Like, that's the worst thing I can think of. It's right. like if somebody has a terrible time in jujitsu, and I think I'm good. I don't think that's happened. But if yeah, somebody I, I does. Mean, I, I sit in through half of every kid's class pretty much. I show up and yeah. I shower because I get right off work. And yeah. I, I always hear you out there, and you're always like fun with the kids. Like, I think, like, even if the technique isn't right, you're really good at like that with the PCP, right? Praise, correct, praise. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the shit. You mm-hmm. know, that's, yeah. your, that's your whole ballgame. That is. That's you know, kind of like, how I talk to yeah, everybody. Yeah, because you're like, you're doing it. You know, like, I really like, you know, you're, you're, you got good energy. Let's tweak this a little bit. Switch this. And then you got it. And then you and got it. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You hear that all the time, you know? You know? That's yeah. true. For adults, too. I think people that, just, great. that's how people like yeah. to be communicated sure. with. It, it doesn't make them be defensive when I lead with something positive. Mm-hmm. And because you got to be like that with kids, because right. through trial and error, you learn that if I just lead with fix this mm-hmm. and then you'll be good, it just doesn't hit the same as you're doing great up until this point, yeah. and then you got to switch this, and then you got it. Yeah. Then that's going to give them the motivation to do it again Absolutely. to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, fun, dude. I feel like part of like growing as as uh, wanting to foster the next generation of athletes also comes from sometimes having bad coaching experiences as well like i remember when we were in baseball 
there was this stupid drill, and I do not stand by it to this day. Okay. Right? And I feel like I understand the like hitting mechanics fairly well, right? But there was a coach, and his name was Jimmy. That's uh, his name, Jimmy. I won't say his last name. But he was, like, big on softball, but then, like, came and helped coach a few baseball practices, right? Okay. So in softball, it's a different hitting mechanic, right? In baseball, like... You, in baseball, like when you're trying to swing, a lot of times you hear about swinging like down on on the ball, because you're you're trying to like drive through, so your your elbow will be up, right? Well, in softball, you, a lot of times you see people with their elbow down because it's the ball comes at like, still like crazy quick distance, but it's a it's still it's a bigger ball. It's a you know the bat's different and everything, but the arms being down. Remember, you had a standing next to the wall and just swinging the bat like this, and I was like, man, this just doesn't feel right. This isn't good. And he didn't come up and praise, crack praise. He just told me that I was never going to be a good hitter. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And I, like, it like really hurt my feelings, man. Like, I remember I like hurt. Like, I went home and I cried. Oh, boy. Because like, I loved baseball. That was, yeah. like my, that was like my life. Yeah. I wanted to be good at baseball. I was like, man, I don't know if I can hang in here with these shitty coaches. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I told my dad. And my dad's like, no, man, just keep hitting how you're hitting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're fucking leading the team in hitting. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're the best. Yeah. It's, that was weird. You can't you can't let Yeah, you can't be negative. You can't be a negative person yeah. to be a coach. It's shitty. Because yeah. part of coaching somebody is motivating them. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're knocking them down, you're never gonna motivate. You're never gonna lift them up. Right. Yeah. I think the only time that you could be uh negative or more critical is again when you have like a better relationship with that. Like now like Tough if I'm, love if I'm is showing also you some yeah. shit and I'm like, hey, you know, I like this. Like, this is this is the thing I want to go on. You'd be like, "That's some bullshit." Like, teaching kids and teaching that. adults is different. It's way different, right? but also teaching adults that you don't know, you still have to have that PCP. PCP, right? Absolutely. But when you're Absolutely. teaching me, you know, and, and stuff, you can be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, you know? when you're when you've made it inside of the team and the squad. When I'm talking to the the competitors on the team, for sure, I can because now what is jujitsu is all about maximizing your your energy output using the least amount of energy as possible yeah. right like you want to get the most out of using the least same sure. thing with coaching right mm-hmm. like by the time we're competitors i don't need to fluff you up to make you feel good right you're here because you're here you want to get better yeah. cut all the bullshit out and say hey bro that's cool but that part sucks what are you doing come yeah. on switch it to this you got it right Done. Yeah. Still maybe, and I still might even naturally do the little yeah. finish it on a high note. You just go CP. That sucks, bro. <laughs> Correct yeah. praise. <laughs> <laughs> Here, just, just, cr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, no, no P in there at all. It's CP, praise, yeah. correct, and then praise yourself. You're like, I gave you that, bro. Yeah. Like, there's a gift. You open it, and now yeah. you did your shit. But. You suck. Turn it right like I taught you, and you'll get it. CPP, man. Oh, man. Well, here. It's uh, 35 minutes deep. We could probably end this one, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. A little bit of a a sordid variety of conversation here, just like the Nathan and Gabe show always provides. How it is. All right. Elk City, shout out. Bye, friends. Bye.